So it was all my 18-year-old niece over the weekend, she, she wouldn't get out of bed. She was really depressed. She was like, I can't oh. face the world. Oh. Right? Oh. And so I asked. I was like, this has got to be serious. What is it? I've got to swoop in and help. And then it turns out it's because she missed out on Taylor Swift tickets. She says, I can't face the world. I can't face social media that her FOMO is so bad. And I wanted to show empathy, but I was like, what? Really? Over Taylor Swift? I don't get it. You're on your own, Jed Zeta. Oh, okay. So she was like, I can't move. I, I can't go on. Yep. You were able to surmise that it was the Taylor Swift tickets. And then I was out because yeah. I was just not interested. Yeah. Well, you would have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. What? Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Antoinettes, the podcast where two smartasses who share a name tackle a new issue every single week. Nothing's off the table, y'all. We're not always going to break bread. And she's gluten intolerant, so it's just, it's not even really going to happen. It's not really my thing. No, no, no. We're never going to share a pizza. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to have pizza, obviously. I mean, you don't like joy, so (laughs) pizza's joy. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. I guess we should start off introducing who the Antoinettes are, but I love to introduce you, Azur. So my co-host, Azur Antoinette, she leads with her massive heart and then her almost as big personality follows. She can literally do most things other than respond to emails on time. Like she's a DJ, she's an actress, a poet, a TEDx speaker, a brand genius. And honestly, we're just getting to know not only the world so well together, we're getting to know each other so well. Like I even know when Azur has forgotten to take her ADHD medication, like last week getting ready for our launch event for the Antoinettes, which was amazing. I'm sitting there at my laptop working, sorting out the episodes to come, and Azur just kept coming in, interrupting. And I'm like, Azur, have you taken your ADHD medication? And what did you respond? And, and I hadn't. I hadn't. But but I would also like to say interruption is not entirely how I would have phrased it. And so before before I get into defending myself, which I constantly have to do on this podcast, because that is Antoinette's actual role in my life is to just cause me to be on trial. Um, <laughs> I would like to introduce my beautiful, beautiful and really didactic and pedantically committed to logistics and mm-hmm. operation and stealing joy and Antoinette Latouf, an award-winning journalist, a purveyor of the truth at all costs, um, a global hellraiser when it comes to social justice, my good friend, my co-host, one of my most trusted confidants, and, uh, you know, probably your secondary favorite host of our <laughs> podcast, The Antoinette. So welcome, buddy. Welcome. So what's your defense of the interruption slash forgot to take my your ADHD medication? Well, I personally find it a little bit disgusting that, you know, you shamed me publicly on this platform about my my neurodivergent disability and that I need medication to help manage that. You know, but no, hey, no, 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 no shame. That, that's OK. No if you shame. wanted to put it out there like Just that, that, I know that's, you No, it's all right. Maybe I wasn't ready to talk about it to everybody. But now you've done it. Oh, I, I am so sorry because you were such are. an introvert. I don't think and you that don't, you are sorry. I, I'm actually not sorry. What I do love is that I was able to tell that you hadn't taken it. And then you were like, well, I'm just going to go check. And then you came back and you were like, well, it turns out I didn't take because it. Because I hadn't taken it. Yes. But I was waiting for the time. 
Lucky for me, you were able to point it out. As you can tell, we do love a bit of tension. We enjoy the art of disagreement. We love that. So, sure, we're going to challenge the status quo on the Antoinettes, but also challenge our friendship. And medication routines and regimens. Welcome to the Bin Fire, guys. Welcome to the shit show. And I know that we promised that we're going to be talking about International Women's Day. We are going to get to that. That'll be next week. But it just so happens that an international woman, who is a very big deal, is on our shores. And by big deal, I mean she's a billionaire. She's been nominated for 53 Grammys. She won 11 of them. She has an academic symposium, Azur, named in her honour. Oh. The Swift Posium. Oh, okay. um, Which is about the branding and the business of Taylor Swift. Mm. And at first glance, I'm like, mad respect. She plays multiple instruments, including the ukulele. But I just don't understand her cult-like status. Can you help? Listen, I'm not, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the shit show. Like my co-host said, um, I don't have a lot of information uh, to share in this particular episode about the Swiftposium, uh, about <laughs> your niece's inability to get up or regulate her her life, which yes. is filled with joy. Uh, when you said it, we have an international star. I thought maybe you you were throwing it back over to me, but then then you then you said billionaire, and so then I knew it was it was, it was then. Yes. I also don't play the ukulele. You are a star in my I eyes. Am, yeah. Do you play any instruments? I do. I play a little bit of the piano, not well. Okay. So when you thought I was saying international star, you really did think I was referring to you? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. But that's my... Love, um, I love the confidence as I, well. We are all about cultivating confidence on the internet. <sighs> Next. I respect and appreciate a woman who is really hardworking. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Taylor Swift. I know that this episode is about Taylor Swift, Antoinette Latouf. And I, I, I don't want to feel like a bad feminist for not being like, amazing, girl power, give it to the man, give it to the patriarchy, because I just don't love her music and I don't understand what the big deal is about. And I'm probably now going to get death threats. I mean, there are probably a whole bunch of WhatsApp groups popping off right now, more WhatsApp groups popping off right now about me going, how can we get this Antoinette Latouf to shut up? Yeah. I mean, are there additional WhatsApp groups? Have I been invited to join a few of them? Yes. Um, <laughs> did I did I reject said claim? Yes, I did. You know, because solidarity is important in our new show. You know, I want people to know, like, I'm on side. But, um, yeah, I, look, she is a Taylor Swift. To your point, I can appreciate any woman who works hard for what she wants yeah. and goes out and gets it. Yeah. I can also appreciate the fact that, like, you know, she made sure she got control of her masters. She fought back on the industry to be able to own mm. her hard work and her IP. And I'm here for that as a musician, as a woman, as a person. Like, I'm, 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 I vibe. I get nervous when I see any character, any human being ascend this idolatry because yeah. you are a human being. you are a fallible person. Does that mean that people can't get swept up by inertia and vibe and energy? Totally. Of course. Does that mean you don't really revere any one individual? Like just just generally? Yeah, yes. That's what that means. Yeah, okay. Yes, that's what that means. That's fair enough. And to be honest, I think I'm the same. It's not like I'm like... Oh, Taylor Swift's not that great, but Beyonce is the queen. Yeah, I you don't. Know, like, I don't I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel, feel that, that way. way. Same, same. I, I, and matter of fact, when I start to see that kind of energy, 
I'm the type of individual that will back up and kind of recoil from that because I'm like, we are also the society that's like this chapstick is famous. Yeah. So I have problematic. So I have some trouble understanding when people are like, it's the best chapstick in the world. Oh my God, it has changed my life. And you haven't tried it. How can you not try it? I'm going to get you one. Your life's going to be changed forever. And you're going to thank me for it. And it's like, I have some issues. I think you have some issues that I'm not qualified to help with. 100%. Here is a therapist. They do a decent job because they help me. Yeah, give them, call them. You know, but I, I think for me, I worry about having daughters. I worry about the message that gets sent out. I worry about that when I see any female pop icon. I I worry about what they think it means to have success or what is sexy or what is acceptable. I think to be fair, the one thing about Taylor Swift and whether it's authentic or not, is that her image is this kind of regular American girl who hasn't stepped, you know, she hasn't put a foot wrong. She doesn't have a sex tape. She doesn't have anything hugely controversial in her kind of legacy or in the public eye. Sure. That in a way, she doesn't, you know, dress particularly, you know, inappropriately given her audience is super, super young, including like eight and nine year olds. That I think is reassuring as somebody who has daughters. I'm just not sure how authentic her is. I'm just a regular American girl from the South and, you know, now I'm a billionaire. Because that's not really her origin story, is it? Well, anytime you have to walk around saying the narrative that I'm just a regular next door, your ass is probably not next door. And, like, her regular experience is, is definitely not a Jour's regular experience. And, you know, like, I have a 8-year-old and I've, I've got a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old who stood in my kitchen and said, Taylor Swift's music isn't about relationships. To which I then kindly went through a litany of her song titles and then just gave them some tiny snippets as to how that's entirely around that. Is Azure yeah. mad about that? Heck no. Nah. I yeah. love Adele for that exact reason. I'm like, give me 21, 25, shit was bad, 19. Yeah. I'm all of that. Yeah. But the concept is like, I'm one of you. You 100% are not one of us. Well, what we do know about her is that she grew up on a Christmas tree farm with her family in Pennsylvania. She came from quite a well-to-do family. Sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong from coming from a middle-class family, but that would have certainly helped her in the early uh, stages of her career making yeah, a start. Yeah. Hard work writing her own music, all of that, credit to her. But she's hardly a rags-to-riches story, and I think, you know, that's important to point out. Also, when she invited some fans to her house, which plays into this image, she baked them cookies. There were like 89 fans because her album was called 89, and she invited 89 fans and baked them cookies. Like she didn't get them drunk or give them drugs or do anything like well, that, I mean, which is, you know, and thank that go- is promising. Thank goodness for my first episode, like there's a couple of places I wouldn't have gone. You know, if they was like, hey, come over and have cookies. I'd be like, no, R. Kelly, I'm not coming over and having a cookie. No. Look, I don't have any issue. Mm. I have no quarrel. And if I'm being 100% transparent, I don't feel one way or the other. Not one. Not a one. There's not a space around her as an artist where I'm like, I vibe with that. I connect to that, which is okay. Her music is fine. It's easy. I can sing the songs. I I can't sing all of them because I don't have the bandwidth of the time. Or the interest. Or mostly the interest. Um, but I love I love that people are rallying together. I love to see young girls and, you know, 
girls in uni or moms or people coming together to all go have an experience yeah. and go to the concert. Cool. If if you want to do that, I'm here for that. If you want to go and like have yeah, solidarity yeah, and friendship, t- totally. Sure. If you want to wear those Tay Tay bracelets, you do it. And I mean, I guess in in sitting here thinking she's so big, I don't really get it. Her music's fine; it's inoffensive. Totally, I'll bop to it. I probably don't remember any names or lyrics, but maybe we're, I'm being a little bit harsh in how closely I'm looking at the. Oh, I don't get it because throughout history, there are a whole bunch of men who are pretty average or like not that impressive. Yeah. But they received cult-like status and perhaps we didn't closely examine them and be like, why? I don't get it. It's good, but it's a bit, you know, it's a bit, nah. I had some questions about the Backstreet Boys. Uh, I still have some questions uh, about the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I I mean, I have some questions. But azure, I have a lot of questions as it pertains to music. There are some things that I just 100% don't understand. And Love Gaga, the meat dress, you know, I have some questions there. When she wore a meat dress yeah, to the Met, like I just was like, all right. I'm, you know, I'm hardly a vegetarian, but still, yeah, it was but a lot. We're just fine. Do do you yeah. do whatever that is. It's all good. I think that, you know, it's it's a hard lens for me to speak or view from when I think about songs like Reputation. Big reputation, big reputation. Ooh, you and me, we got a big conversation, right? Like she can write that song about having a shitty reputation. She can handle that. What shitty reputation? Uh, I don't know. Whatever that is about the uh, whatever. Well, she had. Is it because she had the fallout with her record company a couple no, of years I think ago? It was, which is, I think it was like dudes and and just like girls being upset because she was doing other stuff. I I don't know, but that's pop though. You can go and be like, oh, this is happening to me. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm a bad girl. <laughs> mm, okay. Great. I'm not sure if she purred, but I mean, that would be uh, cute if she did. I mean, she might have. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. And she also wrote the song, you know, and, and this is her kind of like light touch dabbling into feminism. Yeah. And it's like that song, The Man. And, you know, in the lyrics, the, the only reason she's a bitch and not a baller is because she's a woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. And every conquest has had made would make her more of a boss than you. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're dismantling the patriarchy yeah. with the... Which, again, she's not upsetting anybody. Yes. But, like, the, the song she wrote for the gays, for us, you know, was uh, You Need to Calm Down. I love that fucking song. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. You know, like the lyrics are great. I don't know what that means to her. I don't know if she's directly connected to it or she just liked Glad for a little bit or I'm not sure. I know a lot of people in the gay community were super upset. Oh, were they? Oh, yeah. But I on what grounds? Oh, sure doesn't know I didn't go to that meeting. But um, okay. I, I, I thought you were at all the gay meetings. I tried it. Well, between that and the black ones, it's a lot You're of busy. It is the busiest because you know, we got to be underground. They got to be above ground. You got to wear a rainbow. They got to take yeah. it off and you know, Wakanda and the whole bit, you know, yeah. so there's a lot of I have a lot of obligations that I wasn't told about. Yeah, there is a beautiful thing in being able to watch some Somebody like Taylor Swift, you know, who appeals to middle America, your everyday average family step out and be like, why are you so worried that they want to walk down the street with a flag? That's a good fucking point. That's a solid point. Now, when I talk about musicians 
artists, actors, but especially musicians using their platform to move forward a conversation that I'm here for. And she can do that. And, and she, she has, does do it. Well, a little bit. Not she, all the time. Yes. And yeah. what, what, another example of what she did do, obviously with great power can come great responsibility. And there's a huge discussion and argument to be had about, you know, should our pop stars be bestowed that kind of responsibility or should they just put out kind of benign hits yeah. that we may or may not, yeah. you know, um, remember in a decade or so. But in September, Swift posted to her Instagram followers, encouraging them to register to vote in the 2024 US presidential elections. Right. And there was a record surge in registrations amongst young people. So she does have that power and if it, she wants to use it. It is our responsibility as artists to do that. It 100% is. And it's not because, like, you have something better to do. People are listening to you. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, it that is important for you to go out and do that. I watched a documentary about Michael Jordan. Lord. Right. And obviously the most decorated basketballer of all time. And in it, he was told he spoke about why he deliberately didn't do anything political in his career. And that, you know, he wanted to sell s- sneakers and he wanted to get people into to watch the NBA. And that he was like, well, that just wasn't my responsibility. Part of me was like, I get it. He was just there to play basketball and do a great job, which was already hard for him, you know, in the 90s being a, a black man. Yeah, do we do we need to bestow extra responsibilities on them? I suppose it is what you feel. I don't think I could ever, I could ever not, just because it's ingrained in who I am as a person outside of being an entertainer. Like, it is important. You You do have the opportunity to affect some really beautiful audiences, you know, but you do... You do need to be careful about that affect that you're trying to have, too. I yeah, agree. I don't know, because just because you're a really good basketball or because you can put out really contagious pop hits, maybe you don't have the know-how or the nuance yeah. to do much more. Or like, the I knowledge. Think that's okay. All the knowledge. Yes. But it's we, like, she sounds really busy. Yeah. And she dabbles into yes. light-touch feminism. Yes. And then it's just like, and I'm out. I've got to put a sequence yes. unitard on. Is that yes. what they're called? Unitard? Oh, I can't be sure. Yeah. And like yeah. those sheer stockings and yeah. dance goofy because that's my that's brand. That's my shtick. Because yeah. Beyonce also wears those outfits. And it's just like, that would be a hard act to follow when well, Beyonce wears those kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Those like yeah. sheer stockings and the swimming costumes that you yeah. definitely don't swim in. Yeah, they definitely don't. I don't even yeah. understand why they're called costumes here, but I feel it. It is 100%. I think we've talked about this off the record. Like, by the way, nothing is off the record with me. I live tweet everything you say. Oh, for sure. Even those Chris Brown seats that you got us, those backstage passes, <laughs> um, the uh, VIP, yeah, meet and, and the VIP lanyard. Um, <laughs> but a lot of artists are just taking sound bites too, and then throwing it out there. And you're like, mm 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 mm, less. That's not what that meant. Yeah, that's not it. Don't do that. So there, it's a massive fine line. If you are educated and clear, go for it. If you're out here just cutting up and doing propaganda, have a seat. Just yeah. have a seat. Sell the tennis shoe. You good? I think she is staying true to her like progressive light brand. She dabbles in something without being overly politicizing her brand. And I think that's probably a key to her success. She's like, girl power, but just a little bit of girl power. Stick it to the man, but I also like the man. I care about the elections, because she did in 2019, she endorsed the Democrat candidate. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of dabbled in. And I think just when I'm like, yeah, Taylor, she she backs off. Yeah. Uh, but that maybe that's because I'm not a 30% type of person. Whoa. Well, but perhaps more people resonate with the dabbling and then pulling out when it's a bit too hot. 
Antoinette, people don't know what they resonate with, namely because they can't spell resonate. <laughs> like, secondly, they don't know what resonate means. Okay. And then thirdly, they're like, 3D printing, resin? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. You know, and I don't have a lot of stock. I don't place a lot of stock in the general like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I can't be sure what that is. It is really important for you as a consumer to just figure out what like what vibes with you. That, and that's all right. She can't be anyone's idol. She's nobody's Jesus. But she Jesus. is people's Jesus. She is t- mm. the, the god to tween girls. As religion plummets, the uptake of revering Taylor Swift just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I mean, I mean, to be fair, the god or the Jesus to tween girls who have to make a conscious decision to exercise dental hygiene and just like basic hygiene over spraying more things they purchased at Mecca doesn't give me a strong. <sighs> this whole tween and Mecca thing. I mean, Listen, can we blame Taylor Swift for no, it? No, we can't. But I do have some questions as to how you finish sport and then just leather yourself in whatever vanilla musk disaster salt, that is. Salt to Janeiro or something? I just need it to stop. So what I'm saying is their ability to to actually discern what could be a governing power? Poor judgment. Yeah. Too much vanilla malt spray. So much spray. And you definitely don't need serums. You shouldn't There are eight-year-olds at my local Mecca buying serums. My and I'm like, 12-year-old had what? me do an entire talk with her about them on my Instagram. To which about I told serums? Serums. She's called Get Ready With Me. And I was like, could you get ready to unload the dishwasher? She she walked away from that. Okay, so I'm gonna. I think we should like start peddling a conspiracy theory. Okay. Yeah, that Taylor Swift is responsible for the serum uptake amongst tweens. I assure. Let's just do it. I assure Antoinette. Do not endorse this. The Antoinettes are a new podcast, and we are very much trying to make a mainstay and move across continents to make sure we have an appeal. My co-host is is a bit of a vagabond, <laughs> and she is a dynamite stick. Yeah, so she likes like, to say things like. We're starting a conspiracy theory against <laughs> Taylor Swift and Azure Antoinette, the sensible let's just, Antoinette. Let's just see if it sticks. It, we do not need to see if it sticks. You know it what? Also sticks see if adhesive. It like, illuminates their skin. No, cut it. <laughs> okay, back to the music of Taylor Swift. See how I can just like regather from trying to raise hell into being very serious. It's one of my skills. A lot of billionaires, billionaire musicians, or even billionaire sports stars, they make the bulk of their money from offshoot businesses, be it clothing brands, yeah. maybe serums at Mecca that Taylor Swift may or may not secretly be endorsing and be co-owner of. I'm not sure. I'm just putting it out there. But what Taylor Swift has done... Stop the, putting that out there. The bulk of what her fortune comes from is from music, from ticket sales and from music. Yeah. That is an anomaly amongst other billionaires. Yeah, but I mean, shit, people want to go, they want to shake it off, they want to do whatever, insert other stuff where they're like... Like hate, hate. Oh, that's still shake it off. Yeah, I, see, I, don't, I don't even know that. Oh, I songs. couldn't tell you anything. Yeah. Like, and then she's like, that hurt. Or like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Walk out. Because I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Yeah, that's true. Leave. E- yeah, easy solution. It's, all you got to do is go. We don't need yeah. three minutes about this. I can't even believe that I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Why you stay? I feel like I have done my job as a as a feminist and 
by raising two daughters, tween daughters, who have no interest in Taylor Swift. I feel like my work is done. I mean, to like be, my work to is be done. fair, like... If there was a Parent of the Year award, I don't know, I, I reckon... Azur, can you nominate me for it? Yeah, I, yeah, I will. I will nominate you for that. I will do Thank it. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much also mm-hmm. for this time. You know, the Swift effect has swelled the sports football TV audience. So not just skin serums, I know. Yeah, it, but it, it's skin serums as well as yeah. pigskin football. <laughs> Okay. She's responsible for so much. This is fantastic, okay? Especially amongst young women, reportedly boosting the brand value of the NFL, the National Football League, and the Chiefs by, hold on to your horses for this one, $331 million. Just because she rocked up and she patched a boyfriend. Three. $331 million. And the sales of Kelsey's Chiefs replica jersey have exploded, seeing a 400% spike after she attended one of his first games. You know, I hate to make everything about dead people. However. What, Antoinette, for the love of God? What? So while Taylor Swift was passionate boyfriend at the Super Bowl, Rafa in Gaza was being invaded where two million people have nowhere to go and it was being bombed and the world and tweens and people were buying shit and being like, oh, my God, she kissed him. It's so cute. And I'm like, dude, like maybe I'm not like most people. I don't think there's a maybe there. That feels. Because I was just like, has everybody lost their fucking mind? About- I mean, Tony, come on now. You're making a statement as if this is the first time. Mind you, Coney. Coney, many, 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 many years ago, child soldiers, right? Juxtaposed to Coney was, is the dress blue or black? Those are the two trending topics. Is this blue or black? We have child soldiers. And they're yeah. like, well, is it blue? This is who we are. It's shit. Oh, I mean, but who's in question about that? Who? Yeah. It's not, and I don't say that. I don't say that from a cynical place. I just say, of course, that pop wins. And if I were to play, let's just say, advocate for the general Swifty, right? They're looking for joy. The, 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 and there's the, nothing wrong with that. Super cool. Right? And 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 the, the the middle the middle of the road is like a, is a tween girl and maybe a, a a uni student or potentially uh, some of my employees who are you know, 27 or 29. Yeah. So Yeah, well, Taylor Swift's a millennial, so her appeal is quite broad from like 8 to 38. Yeah, I'm a millennial. Yeah. So then there's that. Yeah. Um. So super cool, which is great. Love the wide range, but people can't focus on the things that they don't want to look yeah, at. Yeah, and, I, and I, guess that is, I guess that is okay in finding joy despite the horrors. And as I said, like my little girls and they're little don't like Taylor Swift. And maybe I'm doing things wrong because in, instead of talking to their their friends and their cousins about Taylor Swift and, you know, my sister pulled me up. My daughter was eight at the time and she was like, sis, we need to have a talk about what's appropriate for your daughter to say to my daughter. And I was like, why? She was like, they're in the backyard. I thought they were playing handball. And as I walked out past, she was like, and that is why it's really hard to be a woman in Afghanistan. And do you know Malala got shot in the face? She got shot in the face because she wanted an education. And then her daughter was like, 
So you're going to serve the ball? Yeah. Um, I, you know, and listen, I look, I have I have met your beautiful daughters. I have spent a, a good amount of time with you. So none of that story feels reaching at all. <laughs> um, and, I, and yeah, you know, I but I, too, was one of the kids on the childhood playground where because we couldn't watch TV as a household, everyone else came back from spring break or, or school holiday talking about all the things they did. And I was constantly talking about the unrest on the Gaza Strip. I have been talking about this yeah. since I was in year four. So. So, like, I get it. The, it. It hits with some folks. It doesn't hit with other folks. Do I also burst into dance when it's not required? Yes. Yeah. I don't really, I can't really explain that, nor am I defending it. Um, but, you know, I mean, listen, Taylor Swift is fine. Yeah, it's well, fine. Well, well, if we're to go back to our central question is that do you understand, do you get the mass hysteria over Taylor Swift? No, I don't get mass hysteria over anything. But I, you're not mad about it. I'm not upset. Like, go get it, mama. Like, that's go go yeah. do it. Go do it with your pale leg, uh, glittery. I super cool. I I knew you were trouble when you walked in too. I loved that. I, I knew she was trouble when she tried I, to start dancing. I, I was like, this I is knew, trouble. I knew like, that felt trouble some. Yeah. That felt trouble like. Yes. That felt trouble, trouble adjacent. adjacent. Yes. That's it. So, you know, so no, but am I mad about it? Heck no. Nah. If it's people coming together. Because they love pop and they want to listen to some songs that aren't going to break their soul. Cool. I'm with it. Because there are some Adele concerts where you have to go home and really evaluate what you've done with yourself. You know, I used to listen to some sad Bruno Mars songs and want somebody to cheat on me. (laughs) Just because, like, when I was your man, I was gay then. And I was like, maybe I do want him to dance with me. You know, music can mess you up. And that music can sometimes just be like, okay, I'm here for that. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm not mad. I guess I'm with you. Inoffensive, fine, respect the work ethic, respect, you know, she writes her own songs, she plays multiple instruments, she hasn't done anything awful and other than the skin serum conspiracy, Mm. which I'm an avid believer of um, and will work on an expose, Taylor Swift can have her symposiums. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's it for this week. Thank you for hanging out with the Antoinettes. It is a privilege to entertain you, keep you company. If you want more from the Antoinettes, subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts from. Tell all your mates about us. Tell your neighbours. I don't know, like tell people, tell strangers on the street. Like it's a reason to go up and start conversation. Absolutely. Like stop looking at your mobile phone and just have a chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it would be super awesome if you could give us a rating, write a review, and again, like my name twin said, stop people in the street. Get out of the car and just tell them this is the episode that you should be listening to. But please do that within safe reason. Chat with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's a shit show out there, you guys. It is a shit show out there. And we want to know what you want us to talk about. At our launch event, people were like, is there any topic you won't touch? And we were like, hell no, we'll go everywhere. We have no boundaries. We Not love it. We love to push the boundaries. We love to disagree. This is all about the art of disagreement and having fun while we're doing it. So hop onto our Facebook group, The Antoinettes. Tell us what you want us to talk about. I promise we're listening. Catch you next Thursday. Peace out, y'all.